0: Hey, Home Group, this is Joel Renner right here. And I want to tell you, tonight's going to be a good Home Group. But you got to bring your Bible to this Home Group. So let's have fun together in the Word. Welcome to Home Group. This is Rick Renner, and I'm here with Denise. Denise, it's so good to be with you.
1: Rick, I'm excited about our Home Group.
0: It's very unusual for it just to be me and you, but Jesus is here with us. Yes, yes. And you're with us and Jesus' promises where two or three of you are gathered together in my name. I'm in the midst. So, Lord, we just receive you right in the the midst. You're here. You're there. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. In Jesus' name, amen. But thank you for being with us. I want to remind you that right now we're providing relief for people that have been displaced. Denise, I'm so thankful to everyone who's given.
1: Oh, Rick, I want to say thank you so much You've been so generous, 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 generous. And so many people are being helped.
0: I just got a lot of new testimonies about people that have been saved, people that have been healed. You know, we're not just delivering humanitarian aid, food for people's stomachs. We're also giving them the Bible. We're giving them a book about how to be saved, the 91st Psalm, because they need to live in the promises of the 91st Psalm. And Denise, we're delivering all of this in the hands of evangelists. I mean, really on fire, flaming evangelists. They want to provide food and that's needed. You know, when Jesus saw the multitudes, before He ministered to them, first He filled their stomach. He, he multiplied the loaves and the fishes. And we're providing this food because people really are in tragic circumstances. They have been displaced, but we're not just giving them food for their stomach. We're giving them food for their souls and for their spirits. And we're telling them how they can join us online And guess what I just saw, Denise, this is amazing. Our viewership in Europe has gone up 22% just in the past couple weeks. You know why? Because many people who have fled to Europe are still with us online. Is that amazing?
1: That's amazing. We
0: didn't lose them, they are with us. They're with us. And they're gonna stay with us because we're meeting their needs and we're teaching them the Word of God. But anyway, thank you for what you've done. You're amazing partners. Home Group, thank you so much. But this week, every day this week, we're going to be talking about Denise's new book. There's a brand new book, and I've read it. My friends, it is a great book. It is called Unstoppable. And I kept saying, Denise, while she was writing this book, Denise, keep going. You need to be unstoppable. And the subtitle says, Pressing through fear, offense, and negative opinions to fulfill God's purpose. Denise, why did you write this book?
1: Rick, I would say that I wrote that book because actually it feeds my heart that I need to be unstoppable. And I think, well, if I need to be unstoppable, if the devil tries to stop me with maybe fear or, or offense or other people's opinions, then he's probably trying to stop other people. And what I found in the Word is so powerful. And it, it, I believe it's going to encourage a lot of people, Rick. Well,
0: share it with us.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to start in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Okay, Home
0: Group, reach for your Bible. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm there, Denise.
1: All right. And it says from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth in the body for the edifying of itself in love. Well, when I saw that verse, what stuck out to me more than anything was that we are all joints. Every one of us is a joint.
0: What does that mean?
1: Well, joints are powerful, Rick, in the body. Uh, I forgot how many, see in my book, how many there are in the body. But people, if their joints are, something's going on with their joints, it's serious. They can be in pain. They can have to take medication, maybe it an operation.
0: affects their mobility.
1: Oh, joints are very powerful. And so we as joints... Are very powerful for that one is, another. That is wonderful. Well, thank you, Rick. It's the Bible. <laughs> and, and the joints, every joint has a supply. And you say, I have a supply? Yes, you have a supply. But
0: what does that mean, a supply?
1: God has put inside of each one of us, Rick, an amazing supply of His Spirit, with our personality, with our character, with our background, with how we think, everything about us, it, it wrapped, it's wrapped into that supply. So individual and everyone's supply is different. Like take you and me, for instance.
0: Richard.
1: Okay. Okay, my husband, as you know, he has an amazing supply. It's just amazing. It's touching so many people all around the world. But I have a supply. Well, wait,
0: what is my supply?
1: What is your supply?
0: I guess that I God's <laughs> given me the ability to write. Yes. To teach. Yes. I really have a heart for people. Yes. I have a desire to make sure people are established on sound truth.
1: Yes. You're an amazing leader.
0: And God's given us the ability to start things. It's an apostolic anointing on our lives. Yes. I, gu- I guess that would be it.
1: That would be a great supply.
0: Okay, what's yours?
1: Well, I believe I'm an encourager. You are. Um, I, I see God uh, heal different healings and miracles. You know,
0: Denise, for a lot of years I didn't understand, but you really have a gift of healing that operates in your life. And I don't have it like you have it. It's, it really is your supply.
1: Well, you know, God, when I got saved, I decided to go to the hospital and start my own hospital ministry. Nobody told me to do that. That was the supply working on the inside of me, Rick. And I was, I decided to go to the hospital and pray for people and love on people. It's the same thing I'm doing today.
0: It is. It's identical.
1: (laughs) It's identical. And so what God put in you, what you noticed about yourself when you got saved, what you wanted to do, what was stirring in you, what you found yourself doing, what you found yourself thinking about, that has to do with your supply.
0: You know, I'm thinking, Denise, about people who compare themselves to others and they say, well, but I'm different than you and I'm different from that person. You know, when I was growing up, I really judged myself because I was so different from other guys. I I really was. I thought I was a freak. I thought there was something wrong with me. But when I got older, I finally realized what is different about me is what gave me my flavor. It's what gave me my uniqueness. I shine different than other people. And I appreciate how everybody else shines, but we all shine differently. How sad it would be if we were all just identical. But even look at you and me. We're really very different in the way we feel, the way we see things. I'm so glad you're not like me. (laughs) And I'm glad that I'm not totally like you. If we were both the same, we'd be a mess. (laughs) So how we uniquely shine our supply, it really gives us flavor and uniqueness.
1: It it does, Rick. I mean, to be honest, uh, they're... Were many times that I compared myself to you. It was just because you were so close to me, and you were so magnificent. And oh, stop that. Well, and you know, and and um, I would feel like I was in the shadow of that, of his gifting, and so. But through the Word of God, through my own study, through my own time with the Holy Spirit, through my own searching. I realized I'm not in his shadow. I'm to come alongside of him, but I'm not in his shadow. And God has things inside of me that he wants to give to other people. I'm a joint. You're a joint. You're responsible for being a joint and you're responsible for the supply. And another thing that would encourage me so much was that I knew that I was going to stand before Jesus someday. And I wasn't going to be able to say, but but Lord, you know who my husband was. I, I was just, couldn't get out from under the comparison of him. He's going to say, Denise, you had a supply. You were a joint. I had things I wanted you to do that were uniquely different than what he did.
0: It's funny because while you're comparing yourself to me, I've always thought about how wonderful you are. Yeah, you know, comparing yourself, It is just a waste of time
1: waste of time
0: time is valuable emotions are valuable right and you have to decide how you're going to spend your time and how you're going to spend your emotions and comparing yourself to others is just a waste of time and when you compare yourself to others you become stoppable stoppable. you you just stop you say well I'm, i'm not as good as them yeah and this book is called
1: unstoppable
0: it's about being unstoppable okay
1: Well, and I give an example in the book about somebody else. After I quit quit comparing myself to Rick, I started comparing myself to another woman, and she was like this amazing. I, I would say she was like the epitome of the Proverbs thirty-one woman. She had a garden. She homeschooled her kids, she made rugs, she, uh, she did all the canning and all the cooking. and I mean, she was just the epitome of a Proverbs 31 woman, I thought.
0: And can I tell you something? When we were with that couple, Denise would leave kind of downcast and she would say, I'm just such a bad wife. I don't can vegetables. I don't make rugs. And I would think, Denise, I'm so glad you don't make rugs. And I'm so glad you don't can food. Our life is very busy. That was really a struggle for you.
1: Well, you know, those thoughts are real. When the enemy comes to you and says, you're not as good as that other person. You're so carnal. Look at that other person. Those
0: kind of thoughts stop
1: you. Those are stoppable thoughts. They stop you. And... I started through the years, I started learning that this is a stronghold in my mind that I have to pull down because this is stopping me. And I can tell you the honest truth, Rick, when we were there, because we'd see them every year, when we were there, I would kind of go inside of myself.
0: I would watch you do it and I would think, why are you doing this?
1: Isn't that awful? Have you ever done that? God didn't call you to be like somebody else. And that's what I finally understood. God, you called me to be me.
0: And I was thinking, Denise, if you start canning vegetables and growing watermelons and making rugs, I'm going to think something is really wrong with you.
1: Well, it's going to interfere interfere with our traveling schedule. That's, that's for you, sure. You
0: couldn't do those things.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was, it was really ridiculous. And what I want to say is if you're doing that... God made you unique. You have a unique personality. You have a, your your face is unique. Your body is unique. And what about your born again spirit? What about that supply on the inside of you? There's not anyone in this world or ever been like you
0: mm.
1: ever, ever. And even even now, uh, we have the system where for um, security reasons, even the voice, no one's voice is like anybody else's. No one's eye is like anyone
0: else's. Even your face structure now can be traced. There's not another facial structure like yours or mine or yours.
1: Is that amazing, Rick? So how much more would our supply our born again spirit, how much more unique Mm. and amazing the treasure is on the inside of you that God wants us to discover, not just discover, but be willing to give out from that supply.
0: You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the apostle Paul said that comparing yourselves among yourselves, you're not wise. Mm -hmm. And later in life, Denise, when you and I began to travel, and we would go to ministers' conferences. I would sit in the crowd and I would watch other people speak. And I wasn't like them. And do you remember how I struggled, Denise? I would think, I don't fit in anywhere I go. I'm not like anybody else. I can't say amen like that. Don't even say amen. Don't yell. Everybody else is yelling. I would just compare myself to everybody else's style. And I would just judge myself. And that's when I really understood that comparing yourself among yourself, it's not wise. It stops you. It does. You, you need to grow. You need to change. You need to sparkle better and better and better. You got to work on yourself, but you have to embrace what is your part to sparkle. And when I really embraced what was my part, I think that's when I begin to shine.
1: Well, Rick. I know that I'm shining more than I did because now I'm embracing what God has put inside me. Well, I
0: think of me. that our home group would say, you're pretty shiny.
1: Oh, shiny.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, Rick. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6 is an amazing verse. And it says that the sharing of your faith may become effective by acknowledgement. Are you ready for this? Ag- acknowledgement of every good thing in you by Christ Jesus. It is the will of God for us to acknowledge every good thing in us by Christ Jesus.
0: Okay, what would that be?
1: Oh, our salvation, Um That soundness of mind, the peace of God on the inside of us, the
0: giftings of God,
1: the giftings of God. But honey,
0: what about people who are listening in our home group tonight? They're saying, "But I don't know if I have any giftings."
1: But that was not true, because the Bible says every man
0: has a gift,
1: and every man is a supply has is a joint. That's what the Bible says, and has. A supply and we will stand before the Lord someday responsible.
0: 2 Peter 4:10 says, every man has received the gift. And that word gift describes a grace-given gift. It means if you're born again, you have something special inside you. Every man has received something, some kind of a supply.
1: You know, Rick, I'm so thankful for Terry Savelle Foy because she was an encourager on my journey.
0: Oh, she's wonderful.
1: She's wonderful. And she helped me have confidence. That was one of my problems. I didn't have very much confidence. And Joyce Meyer said, a Christian, Oh, this really encouraged me. A Christian is that without confidence is like a 747 that can't get up off the ground.
0: It's interesting you say that. (laughs) You know, Joyce is a very dear friend of ours, has been for years and years. And I was watching Joyce this morning. She was sitting on the the set talking to Ginger. I looked at her and I thought, she speaks from such a place of confidence. Yes. You know, when you have confidence, people are attracted to you.
1: Yes. Well, when she said that, it just showed up like... Denise, you can't be a 747 that can't get off the ground. You gotta you gotta do something about this. And so I started listening to what Terry Savelle Foy calls herself, is a cheerleader of dreams. And I listened to her, I listened to her, I listened to her, I did what she said. I mean, I really did. And you know what it did? It opened up something in me and it gave me the ability to start acknowledging. What was inside of me. And one thing she said that impacted me so much, she gave her testimony about how for years she really didn't do anything with her gifts or her time or her mind. And when she started recognizing that, she became this amazing cheerleader and has affected many people. Well, I thought to myself
0: Can I just say, if you don't know about Terry Foy, you need to look her up. Terry Savelle Foy, she is amazing. Denise listened to her so much, I felt like Terry Foy was in every room of our house for about a year, but she is an amazing gift. Go look her up.
1: But what she said, I was listening to her and one one time she said, well, what would have happened if I hadn't embraced my gift? She said that about herself. And I thought, I wouldn't be hearing you. And the next thought that came to me was, And what will happen if I don't embrace what I have? Acknowledge it and start giving it out. Mm. Who am I holding back the supply that's inside of me? Who am I keeping that from? You have to realize you're a joint and you have amazing supply and somebody needs that supply that you have.
0: And that's what you write about in your book, Yes, which you can get by going online at renner.org right now. And always remember that when you reach out to this ministry, we want to pray for you. And maybe you've been listening to Denise and you thought, well, I just need somebody to pray with me for that supply to be unleashed in my life. Let us pray with you. We'll pray for you. There's a river of life in you. We used to sing that. Yes. There's a river of life
1: flowing out of me. Makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. Opens prison doors, sets the captives free. I've got a river of life flowing out of me. But don't
0: damn it up. you got to let it go. <laughs> that's right. You need to be unstoppable. And that's what this book is about. But Denise, we're out of time. But we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to continue talking about Denise's new book. Denise, this has been great. Thank you, Rick. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow.